Hello and welcome to day 13 of 100 Days to Happy. Today's episode is the first in a series of five or six episodes about choosing your support flat. It's specific to the times we're living in. It's about how we get through the uncertainty and chaos of what lies before us as we come out of the pandemic. How do we do that in a way that's resilient, resourceful and positive and supports not only ourselves, but others around us? How do we create the community and the vision for the way forward that helps the planet and humanity? Here's the disclaimer. Nothing I share in this week's series of podcasts is meant to be taken as health or financial advice. These are things that I have tried and practiced for myself. They are lessons and for educational purposes and are not meant to be taken as advice. I'm Heather Masters and this is the Choosing Happy Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's short episode, short bonus episode of the Choosing Happy podcast. I'm Heather Masters and I wanted to cover over the next five or six days a really important subject about putting a plan in place for how you and your family, your loved ones and your community can begin to move forward. Today is a bit serious. But it's really important for us to acknowledge the reality of the situation we're in. You can't get to a destination without noting where you're traveling from. And that's really what today is about. It's about looking at the territory. In neurolinguistic programming, we talk about the map and the territory. The map is not the territory. The map is your view of what you see around you though the territory may not change. So for instance, a mountain will stay the same. Your view and perspective of the mountain might not be what the mountain actually is. What's the territory we're in at the moment? I just wanted to share a few facts that are easy to find if you want to look them up on the internet and on the news around the world. The financial systems are beginning to collapse. We're seeing the stock market drop. The central banks we know are already struggling because of the amount of fiat currency they've printed over the last couple of years. We're talking trillions. And there is no way, there's such a large amount, there's no way that they can really tackle the debt. They're trying with inflation. And if you look back over economical history, inflation just won't work this time. We're too far down. We're in a greater crisis than has ever been witnessed economically, financially ever before, even with the Great Depression. It leads to collapse of currencies around the world and the ultimate collapse of the central banking system. And it's up to us to choose after that, when you realize, if you dig a little bit deeper, the truth around the 
central banking system and that it has kept us in a debt economy. You can find all of that out if you dig a little deeper around the history of the creation of the current financial systems. So what do we do? How do we create new banks that work for us rather than against us? How do we create new currencies, new monetary means of exchange? It doesn't even have to be currencies, but how do we create an exchange of value that's acceptable for sovereign human beings? How do we create bartering experiences? What can you trade? Can you trade work for food? Can you trade what you do, your gift, your special passion? Can you trade that for goods and services that you need in order to serve and help other people? Those part-time things like knitting, making clothes, those practical things such as gardening, all of those skills are possibly going to come to the fore in the coming months. So really have a think about what is it that you can offer that you can trade and barter with locally within your communities and what are the skills that you can create perhaps new local businesses with and what are you willing to accept as a way of exchange. The second part to that is looking at China and how huge companies in China have collapsed to the extent that China has now closed its doors to the rest of the world. They're no longer providing goods and services, yet the rest of the world has put all of its supply chains coming from China. So what does this do for us? It means that we have to learn to produce again, to produce locally, to produce technology, microchips, plastics, all those cheap goods that China provided us with. It's up to us now to begin to take them in-house, if you like, in our own countries. This means that goods and services are going to be more difficult to get over the coming months and years until we have recreated our own production systems, our own industries within our own countries. That moves on to the logistical problems, the deliveries, the shortages and delivery of supplies are going to continue. They've already been caused by the government narratives. They've been purposely created shortages. There are shortages due to the lack of workers to actually harvest food, to deliver goods, to work in shops, to work in hospitality. We've seen that already and that's going to continue. So recognize, just acknowledge that this is where we are. It's not meant to be a downer. It's meant to be, okay, this is the territory. What can I do now to ensure that I and my family are going to move through this safely and as comfortably as possible? Tomorrow, I'll begin to look at some suggestions, some possibilities that you may want to consider some opportunities 
that this whole situation presents. Thank you for listening. Please share this episode if you believe it will be of value to someone that you know. And please come back tomorrow for the positive side of the Choosing Happy podcast.